Hello and welcome to Talking Trades, the podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I am Matt, the B-Team DC fan. And I'm John, I'm a Marvel nut. And I'm Milton. And did you know that Oracle Barbara Gordon's first debut was in The Suicide Squad? I, I didn't. I'm sorry, Milton? Yeah, it's Milton. He's... I thought he's been on the, the podcast the whole time. I mean, he's here since I started. I think I'd remember if we had a co-host named Milton. Clearly, we, we've we had one. Like, Jeremy knows him. I shook the guy's hand the first day I ever came here. He just, he's not much of a talker. And you could tell because he's kind of just stopped talking. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll take your word okay. for it. Okay. But Milton aside this week on to add to the, I guess the finale of Talk and Trades goes to the movies and also their couches. We went back to a theater near us and saw The Suicide Squad, not to be confused with David Ayer's Suicide Squad, which came out in 2016, which I still have yet to see. The The Suicide Squad, and that is okay. Did I go back and watch it before watching the the Suicide Squad? I absolutely did not. Nobody has time for that. Did you go back and watch Birds of Prey though? No, but today during work, I did watch both Birds of Prey and the Suicide Squad because HBO HBO Max. Wow, look at you. Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) Good, good. I'm glad that you are ready. Um... Let's. I'll, I'll ask you this question this time, John. Since you beat me to the punch, what were you expecting going into this movie? Uh it's hard, right? Because the original Suicide Squad, uh, or I guess 2016, however you want to call it, I the trailer is. I still stand the best trailer I've ever seen in my entire life, and I was absolutely incredibly hyped for that movie. I'm like, there's no way this can be bad. And then it was. Then a lot of stuff came out from behind the scenes, including recently, apparently. Uh, in David Ayer's original cut or the original movie he made, there was no licensed music. Did you know that? Oh, I did not know that. There was no licensed music. And that is the part of that movie that works. Is <laughs> 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 the beginning licensed musical <laughs> nature of the characters. So like that movie had just been put through the ringer and in no way represented the original vision for anyone involved. And it was just a big old pile and mess. Uh, I expected this one to be better. And it, it absolutely was in every yeah. conceivable sense. This movie is better than the original. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also glad yeah. that we finally got a movie with Harley Quinn where there are zero frames of Joker. Zero, not. And that was nice because in Birds of Prey, they do a flashback and they do show some suicide spot in that flashback. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I expected it to be good. I think it was great. It makes my top three. I got to do some soul searching about where in there, but it's easily top three yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. I never really thought about the ranking of it, but it was, it was fantastic. Um, I went in knowing that I didn't know a lot of these characters and I meant to go back and listen to our episode on fandom where we went through the cast and see who lives and who dies. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't have the opportunity to do that. 
But I know for sure that we were wrong about certain characters, which like spoiler alert, we'll start that up right now. Yeah, spoiler alert for the movie movie in its entirety. Yeah, spoiler alert for the movie in its entirety starting now. Like we had... I guarantee you we said Rat Catcher 2 dies. We probably said that. (laughs) Guarantee. We definitely said um, Peacemaker was going to die. We definitely said Flag was going to (laughs) live. We said Flag was going to live. We said that Bloodsport was going to die because we all thought Idris Elba was too too big a name. Yeah, Yeah. but here we are. Um, But isn't it crazy how in the beginning everybody died? Like everybody died except Weasel. Yeah, so the uh, the movie opens up and we see we see Savant played by um, Michael Rooker, Michael Rooker uh, sitting in in solitary confinement, just bouncing a ball around, and clearly he has some some some. Um, he's very accurate. It is what his character, at least I saw. That's really the only bit of the talent that you see from Savant. Genius uh, level intellect, expert in martial arts, computer operation, and multilingual. I'm just going so, off of the uh, good old, the good old wiki. I've been looking at these good these characters I'd never heard of, like one by one. Good, good, <laughs> good. <laughs> um, and he gets recruited into this team, the into Suicide Squad, and the team is composed of Harley and Flag, um, him. Um, Blackguard, Blackguard, Mongal, Mongal, uh, Weasel, Captain Boomerang, Captain Boomerang, and I think that's it. I think that's everybody. And you see them, their mission. We don't. It wasn't really given to us too clear, but they storm a beach. It wasn't given to them either. It was. It was when you make content. When you get to the next point, you'll get more objectives. So they don't even know what exactly is going on, but they're just in right. it because a they have no choice, and b uh, they succeed it. They then get ten years off their sentence. Yes, and so they get jumped in, and it was it was a ruse. It was all set up by Blackguard, and he was selling them out. And did you know Blackguard's a booster gold enemy? I did not know that. <laughs> He got an end fitting of a booster gold where he didn't do anything in the movie. He just gets his face shot off right then and there. Um, and it's an ambush on the, oh, we forgot TDK. Yes, of course. TDK. Also, I'm mad at myself for forgetting that because it's played by Nathan. Fillion. That's your boy. That is my boy. I love that man. Um, and so it's a, it's a setup and just, a. Brutal. Oh my god, we should have just done nothing but like Blackguard. There's so much random stuff with this character. Uh, in Underworld Unleashed, the demonic lord Neron offered Faustian deals to many villains throughout this universe. Blackguard apparently asked not to be stupid anymore. He was given what seemed to be at least average intellect. <laughs> Looks like they didn't include that one. This is great. This, uh, <laughs> this movie. Too bad uh, he is like Omega dead. Oh, 100% dead. <laughs> Um, and so there's this big, big uh, shootout on the beach. Uh, the Suicide Squad is trying their very best to get some sort of foothold. It is not going well. Um, and Blackguard and they, just is like, hey, guys, uh, it's me. I contacted you guys. Uh, hey, so like we're good, right? Like they're all here. You can go kill them, whatever. But, like we're good, right? 
and like, gets his face shot yeah, off. It, yeah, it's, oh my God, ridiculous. And at this point, so when they dropped in, nobody knew that Weasel couldn't swim. So you see him, essentially, you're told that he's dead. Um, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie, he's not. Um, and <laughs> you see all these different characters do their very best using their powers. Javelin is there. He dies really fast. Yeah, but like Boomerang gets to do Boomerang things. Yeah, he does. Like that was cool. He got to kill two people with one throw, which is pretty sweet. Mongal jumps in a helicopter, rips it down. Um, trying to think, TPK does his thing, which I don't know if you want to go into TDK. his whole thing. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> because his his power is so stupid and ridiculous. So he is TDK stands for, I believe, the dismemberment kid, meaning that he can take himself apart. <laughs> the disappear. I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Well, I can't but think of it in the immediate. They needed they needed something to distract the detachable the, kid. The detachable kid. We needed someone to distract from the gunfire. So we see TDK pop his arms out. And his arms just float to them and are just a minor inconvenience. What I love, though, is like they just like pop out of the socket and they look like toys, like an action figure. Like it's the same like ball joint. I love it. (laughs) And they just like I said, they are at most to this enemy enemy uh, army, a, a mild nuisance. They're just kind of floundering around, just floating arms like... Yeah, like people are getting their heads chopped into explosions, and he's just like slapping them in the face. (laughs) Like not even hard, just slapping them in the face. (laughs) Uh, Eventually, everybody on uh, the beach dies. Savant, we never see him do anything because he tries to escape. He sees everyone die... He mm-hmm. and he's like, no, I'm out. Leaves and uh, as I don't know if it's common knowledge or not, but everyone has a chip in their brains that Waller can remotely detonate and go boom. And that's what happens there. He refuses to be part of this and said Waller blows him, holds yep. him up. Yep, Waller Waller kills him, and all that is left from that that fight in the beginning is Harley. And flag as we see them both get captured, um, and then it jumps back to three days prior, and you see. Well, uh, no. Then they ask, "How's how's B team doing?" Oh, right, right, right. right. How's the B team? <laughs> and then you, you see them come out of the the water on like the opposite side of the island, and there you have Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Ratcatcher, Two, King Shark, and um, Polka Dot Man. Yeah. And they're like, you know, we there's no resistance, got on safely. And then they hear all the explosions and stuff coming from the other side of the beach and realize that Team A, which was with Harley Quinn, was the diversion team. They were sent there to do one thing and one thing only, and that's cause a distraction and die. And most of the team did just that. Um, but yeah, you see this whole other team on uh, this whole other second suicide squad team come out of the water and stuff. And then we get taken back three days prior and we see Bloodsport Idris Elba and we get a little bit of backstory on him. His daughter comes to visit him in prison in Belle Reve. 
Um, and she, she's there and he found out that she got caught um, shoplifting. And, and <laughs> it's, it's apparent that he's a bad dad. She thinks he's a bad dad because his whole, the whole reason why he's disappointed is not that she did it, not that she did it, but that she got caught doing it. For got she got caught, caught for something stupid. Yeah, for something stupid, not for anything of of great value. Yeah, and Waller's able to get him roped in because she's like, you know, she's sixteen in Louisiana. She could be tried as an adult. Just saying, yep. It'd be real awful if that yep. were to happen. Yep. So she she black she um blackmails um Bloodsport into joining the B team of the Suicide Squad. And he reluctantly agrees. Obviously, he doesn't want to do it. I don't blame him. Um and there we get to see we get to get uh fun introductions of this other team for the Suicide Squad. We get he meets Peacemaker and him and Peacemaker the way that they're described is that they both have the similar skill sets. Yeah, so Waller's like, listen, your entire it. team was chosen for a unique set of abilities. And she gives the exact same description for Peacemaker as she does for Bloodsport, which is like, yes, uh, anything in their hands can be a lethal weapon. They've been trained from a young age by their father, who was a soldier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we have them butt heads throughout this movie to see who's the better of the two when it comes to that particular yeah their um, peeing contest is like my favorite (laughs) it's funny (laughs) um then we meet uh after him we meet rat catcher 2 which i told john this and everybody that we saw the movie with after we saw the movie if you had told me going in that i was going to fall in love with the character named rat catcher 2 i would have slapped you in the face I'd have been like, that is not possible, which I found out while looking for a fun fact that Ratcatcher 2 was specifically made for this movie. Uh, oh, okay. Comics, it was only Ratcatcher. Um, Ratcatcher had not had a daughter. So James Gunn made Ratcatcher 2 specifically for this movie, which is nice because she was, she was up there. She was one of my favorites because she has her, her ability is that she can control and communicate with rats, including her rat companion, Sebastian, who I love so very much. <laughs> he he's just waves to people, and he's so nice. He's, he's he senses so good in people. He's great. He senses good in people. He tries to give Bloodsport a leaf at one point. Which, to be fair, uh, why would he want to leave? I get it. Why would he want to leave? But it uh, makes your heart melt. Um, but we meet her. King Shark, um, who is imp- King Shark. who is impressing, trying to impress with his intellect by reading a book upside down because he's so smart. <laughs> enjoy book. He is so smart. Enjoy book. <laughs> and he's also very, very, very strong and um, hungry. And hungry. <laughs> uh, we see King Shark. Uh, we do meet Rick Flag um, as well while she's doing the introductions and stuff. But Rick Flag is not on that team. Um, and then we also meet Polka Dot Man. And they meet Polka Dot Man kind of in passing. And they're like, why are they called? Why do they call you Polka Dot Man? Do you literally just throw polka dots pe- at people? And, just like, and then there's a pregnant yeah. pause. And he's like, oh, no, that is what yeah. he does. 
And there we see, I noticed, I noticed my first Easter egg where Sean Gunn is in that shot where they're making, they're inmates making fun of Polka Dot Man. And Sean Gunn is um, as uh, Calendar Man. He's dressed up as Calendar Man making fun of Polka Dot Man. But yeah, that is the B team, the infiltration team. So we see them. And, you know, from there, we kind of get a little bit of of interaction between everybody. But it kind of this movie just kind of takes you straight to this island that they're going to and the mission that they have. And, you know, they get on. The mission is to destroy uh, Jotunheim, which is a gigantic, uh, like, science research facility. They have something there called Project Starfish. We've all seen the trailers, but they don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. And their their mission is to go there and basically raise it to the ground. Yes, they need it. To never existed. Destroyed. That's the mission. Yep. They also do give some backstory on the politics going on on this um, island. I can't remember where this takes place. Um, uh, it's, uh, I saw this today, and I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Colto Martiz, something like that. Corto Maltese, I think, because I remember Maltese because I was like, that's a dog breed. And I remember hardly saying Mario Kart. And I just I'm like, that's not right. (laughs) We did it. Um, Yeah. So they talk about how the original uh, president and family were all publicly executed and knew knew, um, the Corto Maltese is essentially under new management with uh, this new president and his military and it's, you know, it's very oppressive military regime. Um, and, you know, that, like, there are some rebellions and stuff going on, but they don't dive too deep into it because ultimately that doesn't affect the mission. Mission is Jotunheim needs to go away. And so we, they, when they get on the, the beach, it's nighttime. So they go into the forest a bit before they decide to, uh, make camp for the night and we see polka dot man and he is looking polka dot a lot worse yeah a lot worse for where he is glowing and having these like boils like of different colored polka dots um but they they make camp there's a a power struggle between uh bloodsport and peacemaker they you know they exchange words this that and the other um, but they eventually go to sleep and we notice Polka Dot Man gets up in the middle of the night and he goes off into a wooded area and you just see him just vomit up like a rave. Like he was throwing <laughs> up, he was throwing up like Skittles, like he was throwing up the rainbow. And he comes back and all the boils are gone. He looks just fine. And he goes back to sleep. And we are then woken up. King, by King Shark. King Shark tries to uh, eat one Rat Catcher too, and he wants his Nom Noms. And Rat Catcher Two, uh, which is established right from the get go, loves her sleep. So, like sleep, once she's out, she's out. That's it. Game over. Uh-huh. They're able to stop him, and you get kind of a touching moment where Rat Catcher is like, "Would you eat your friends?" and King Shark's like, oh, I have no friends. And and Ratcatcher says, well, if I'm your friend, will you eat me? And he's like, well, no, I guess not. And, and 
that was a fun little exchange. But they find out the next day that um, Flag was taken. Uh, he was cap- he was captured and taken off by this 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 group, this uh, military group, and they have the location. So they're going to send him there to bust out Flag, and then they'll go to the main city on the island to go to Jodenheim. And they go to that the this little this little like hideout, you know, for for like this little gorilla hideout. And they go there and Bloodsport and Peacemaker have their just like their official anything you can do, I can do better with killing all of these people. And they just wipe them out. Like Rat Catcher and Polka Dot Man and King Shark, I'll get a little bit of the action, but it is primarily those two trying to one up each other. And uh, we didn't say it when we started talking about this, but this is not a movie you take your children to. It is rated R. I think that's self-explanatory. You'd think, but I I worked at I'm gonna date myself here. I worked at the movie theater when uh, Zack Snyder's Watchmen came out, and I had many disappointed uh parents coming out saying that this was not the movie that they want that they were expecting for their children and that movie had an r rating going into it is it okay i was just checking on the the rating yeah it is right there yeah and so this this movie's yeah it's very gruesome they say a lot of adult language and there are adult themes and a lot of blood like way more blood than i thought a lot of blood like tarantino blood um, like invincible title card blood. And it gets everywhere. And it gets everywhere. But yeah, they wipe out this whole, this whole like unit and they get to the main cabin. They open the door and they just see Flag sitting there just having a good time. Just, you know, having some tea with, with who you find out is the leader of the re- rebellion against the current sitting uh, president. And they just went through the entire camp and wiped them out. Um, there was a squad of rebel. Uh, my, of my favorite part about that out. is the whole time, like everyone's doing their whole thing to, to get rid of all these guards. The whole time, uh, Peacemaker and Bloodsport are like locked eyes in competition, killing people. Like they're just just behind the back, oh, like not even looking at the targets, just eliminating them one by one. Yeah. Like, oh man, serious like Return of the King energy. Or no, Two Towers energy. Two Towers energy. It was Return of the King energy? I don't know. The point is, there's a rivalry for who could take down the most the whole time. And it was hilarious. And uh, And God, we can't swear in this podcast, but like, God. (laughs) Uh, Bloodsport's like, no one likes to show off. And then Peace Mary goes, "Uh, unless they're showing off as dope as H. They say F play yeah. is the thing. Joseph and then he just turns his and Bloodsport turns around and it's like, damn it, that's true. <laughs> he's right. Damn it, he's right. So good. So good. <laughs> but but yeah, they, they realize that they made a whoops. When yeah, they, they, were, they eventually get to the center and they open up and there's a flag hanging out. Having some tea. Out. Having some tea. Having a conversation. <laughs> And Flag's just like, yeah, well, this is, you know, she's leader of the resistance and we're going to go in there and take him down. It's going to be great. They saved my life. And they're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. Whoops. <laughs> and 
And then what I think more DC movies could use. Meanwhile, Harley. Meanwhile, Harley. And they even have that <laughs> pop up a couple times throughout this movie. Um, Harley is captured and she's taken to the, the capital. Well, and first she's she's thrown in at the yeah, she like jumps in the hole or she jumps in like a like a kind of a divot in a pit and she's in there with Javelin. And he says, only you can take my Javelin. Take it for and then he dies. And then he dies. So she's like, take it for what? Take it for what? Guards show up. She goes, listen, this guy didn't tell me what to take this javelin for. <laughs> you know how frustrating that is. <laughs> so she's captured. They throw her down a very elegant gown to wear. And she is taken directly to the leader. Um, Luna? Question mark? Something like that. Yeah. The person who is currently in charge of the country. Uh, and the whole thing there, and she like immediately falls for him because he's ridiculously attractive. And the whole thing there is like the people believe he should be wed because he doesn't love a wedding. And they, the people think it should be Harley because she has shown nothing but a history of rebellion against America and their political enemies. So like, it just makes sense. So he winds and dines her. She's super, super, super into it. And it it really is a charming scene. It really is great. Um, it's it's very witty dialogue. And then when they're talking, and he's like, you know, some people don't like me as a leader. She goes, what kind of idiot would say that? Have you shown them your birds? Great. <laughs> uh, and he's like, well, I mean, what we have with uh, Jotunheim is a weapon that's amazing, and everyone will listen to us. Everyone will take us seriously. And anyone who doesn't, then we will just have to take them, and they're their spouses, their families, and their children, and then we will just show them. And then she kills him. Yep. Then she kills him. And she goes, yeah, I just, I don't know, I had a lot of bad relationships, and I told myself that if I saw any red flags, I would do the responsible thing and kill them. <laughs> and, like, killing kids, that's 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 a pretty big red flag. <laughs> and it, I just, I love it so much. I love it. And she's like, if, if then you would ask me, why do, why do that? Why just walk away? And it's like, why are you yelling at me? We're in the same room. Yes. <laughs> it was wonderful. I love it. I love it so much. And the guards come in, the jig is up, and she's locked away. Yes. Because now with Luna dead, the general person, they mention their names like once or twice. And this movie yeah. has a large, large cast. Like I do apologize, uh, President Henry or no, uh, President Mayor Mayor General Mateo Suarez now takes over, and yes. he's going to do what he can to get information out of Harley. Yes, and so they tie they they put her in in this room, this guarded room, and she's chained up, and like from scene, the ceiling. Yeah, and this thing is fascinating. And we'll get to that in a second, why it is fascinating. Um, but on the other side, on the, the the rest of the team, they find out, uh, Flag finds out Harley's captured. And he's like, well, we got to save her. Harley's, you know, Harley's my teammate. She's my bro. We got to bust her out. <laughs> so they they put together this this plan to, to break Harley out of prison. And um, the, the rebels hook them up with a... a 
a bus and driver for them to um, quietly make it past any sort of checkpoints. Uh, the bus driver's name is Martin Milton. Milton. See, I don't even remember his name. <laughs> we just did this whole bit. We just did this whole bit. His name is Milton, and he, uh, you know, he's he's kind of serves as their wheels. Yeah. But um, as they're getting that plan together, Harley is getting she's getting electrocuted. Um, they're using a taser on her. Yeah, they're doing their best to interrogate her. And she's sitting there. She's you know she's singing. Um, just a gigolo. Yep, yeah, just a gigolo. And, you know, then she passes out and um, General Suarez is like, okay, when she wakes up, we'll see if she's willing to talk uh, when we start cutting off her fingers. Suarez, not a good guy. That nice little birdhouse that we mentioned earlier that uh, that the uh, Presidente had, uh, he douses it in gasoline and burns it. And boy, did that hurt. That broke my heart. Yeah. Um, but I was I've never been happier to see a no animals were harmed in the production of this film <laughs> credit at the end of the, of the credits. I've never been happier yeah. to see that. Yeah, that that scene was uh, you don't even see it, but you hear it. And it's very sad. You see them like douse a clear liquid in there and then it and then you see like light from a fire from off camera. Yeah, that's the closest you get, which is I don't want to be any closer. Yeah. So Harley is passed out and this guard that's just supposed to keep watch he turns back on her she's not passed out she's faking it um she's able to take him out she kills him breaks his neck and this scene now if you told me the scene was done by a person i would have assumed it was done by a professional stunt double something like that so harley takes uses her feet grabs the keys from the the uh now dead guardsman's pocket lifts herself up, unlocks the lock uh, that is holding her up with her feet and gets down. And until recently, John thought it was a professional. I thought it was CG. I thought like, this is nope. I assumed it was a double largely because her face is entirely obscured. And usually when a main character's face is entirely obscured, there's a stand-in doing it. But that was not the case. Margot Robbie did that in one take. Which is, is bananas. She just keep playing Harley Quinn for like ever. Like the, uh, there were parts like, okay, you know, taking the keys out of the pocket. Sure, sure, sure. It, it's having the core strength to lift yourself up and to be able to put a key into a hole with your foot and then unlock it all in one motion. Like, get out of here. Go to the Olympics. Leave me alone. I'll just sit here on this comfy chair and eat more popcorn and cry. But she does that. She gets out. She steals uh, the now dead gentleman's boots. And she guns up and starts laying waste to all of the guards in in the in the capital. She's wearing these like war boots and then from like the knees up an elegant ball gown. It's amazing. Yes. And she and that's basically what she wears for the remain that is what she wears for the remainder, remainder of the movie. Um and she just takes out all of them um in just a 
excellent like montage of just her walking through this entire place, just laying waste to everybody. She uses pistols. She gets her hands on a couple of machine guns and some uh, guards were rushing down a hallway. They see her uh, with two machine guns. They turn, they try to escape. They don't. And then she gets her javelin back, which is the most fun subplot in this movie. Um, and she starts using the javelin and laying waste and all that. And she she escapes. And as she escapes, we see the scene that was in one of the trailers where she comes out and there's, you know, everybody's in position. You have Peacemaker up in a, like a bird's nest. You have you have Flag and Bloodsport getting ready to scale the walls. You have uh, Ratcatcher doing recon with Sebastian. And she just comes out and... Uh, they're like, oh, she's like, what are you guys doing here? Well, we we're here to save you. I'm like, oh, well, I I already broke out. And Flag's like, darn, it was it was a really good plan. You know, I can go back inside if you want to try it again. She was, yeah. If you haven't heard Just Your Glows in this movie, but like the the main thing is how like I'm just who I am and I don't have anybody. And that's what she was just saying at her very low points. So the fact these people care about her, she's like, oh my god. I can't mm. believe it. Yep. It's great. It's but so great. The 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 team is together and um their now their primary mission is to take out um is to get in contact with the thinker um played by one of the Doctor Who actors Peter uh, Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. I've never watched an episode of that show. Neither had James Gunn. <laughs> he hired him for his work in the thick of it, which is the precursor wow. to Veep. Wow. It's Veep, but with uh, with UK politics, yeah. Fun. Fun. But they have to get into contact with the thinker because the thinker can get them into Jodenheim, where Jodenheim is where they need to go and blow it up. Um, and they're able to, to do that. Um, they, they go undercover at, well, not kind of undercover at a bar. King Shark is not able to come in because... King Shark. It's kind of hard to uh, disguise him, even if he does do a fake mustache, which was funny. Um, they have some drinks and stuff, and they're able to get the thinker and and all that. And so they start their their plan to take down Jodenheim. And they're going to go in. They're going to use thinker. They're going to get through the doors. They're going to plant a bunch of C four all over the place. Blow it to blow it sky high. Go home and have some ice cream sundays, and everybody will be happy. Good plan. Good plan. plan. Great plan. Especially the ice cream part, which that uh, that I just I just ad libbed. I just put that in there. (laughs) Um, but the they they carry out their plan, and um, sure enough, when they're driving up there, it starts raining, and you get that really gorgeous shot of everybody walking out through the rain, as you see just the Suicide Squad in a in in just a line of all these characters, each kind of slowly appearing through the rain. Ratcatcher 2 has her gas mask on and stuff. She's looking all stealthy and creepy-like, but they're able to make it in. Um, they use the thinker. He opens up the door. Uh, they all get in. Peacemaker shoots the controls, the old Star Wars method, uh, so that they can't open it back up, and they are in Jodenheim. And from there, they break off into two teams. We have one team with um, Peacemaker, uh, 
<laughs> Ratcatcher um, and Flag. And the other one has Bloodsport, uh, Harley, Polka Dot Man, King Shark, and Milton, the bus driver. <laughs> and um, we have, you know, uh, on the one side, Flag and, or no, King Shark is with, with Peacemaker at first putting the C4 and then they get together and then he goes off with the rest of them. Um, and King shark makes the C4 figure of peacemaker peacemakers mean about it, but also kind of touched that he did that. Um, and flag is, you know, they're, they're going and, and uh, setting all the C4 things up there. And that's when he finds him and thinker find project starfish. They go down into these corridors and you see all these people with with star like stars, starfish on their faces. You get all the starfish that have the big eye because Star of the Conqueror, if if you didn't know. Um and we see a little bit of Starro there and and um you know, thinkers just telling them this is what happened. This was this was not are doing this was an American base and this, that, and the other. And there's like a, a hard drive that, um, that flag finds and is able to, and he's like, this is, I need to tell, I need to give this to the press. This is something that needs to be known that this is, this is an American facility. They put it here to conduct those experiments and stuff so that no one would be able to pick up the trail that it's them. Um, and there we have the 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 C four goes off early, and the the glass containment for Starro begins to break, and Starro eventually breaks out and is let loose, and we see Flag and um, Rick Flag and and Peacemaker have a a standoff because Peacemaker was tasked privately. To destroy that hard drive, to destroy that, destroy the to, yeah, to make it. sure it did not leave. Yeah, make sure that that never sees the light of day. Rick Flag is he's a, you know former he's ex ex military. He you know is he wants to do the right thing. He's like I fought for this country my whole life. Um, this is something that the public needs to know about, and they have a fight, and. Um, and you know then they 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 wrestle around a bit while the building starts collapsing in on itself. Uh, Thinker gets eviscerated by Starro because Starro has been just put through so much pain and anguish in uh, in all these experiments um, that they've been doing onto him. So Thinker gets taken out real quick, um, and then Peacemaker ends up killing Rick Flag. Um, and when that happens, there's Ratcatcher too, and she sees the whole thing happen. She the 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 hard drive is right by her, and she takes it, and she starts going. And eventually, Peacemaker catches up to her, and we have at, at this point in the scene, Peacemaker is pointing a gun at her, saying, "You know, sorry, I can't have any loose ends." And then we go back in time a little bit eight minutes to, earlier eight minutes earlier to see uh the other team and they're you know placing their their stuff 
King Shark kind of gets lost and just kind of goes to a, a fun little aquarium that's located in there with like these little like jellyfish like like um they're very colorful. Yeah, they're very colorful. They I'm trying to think like they kind of look like um like the brain slugs from Futurama, but more than just one color. Um I'm trying to think of the the specific squid, the one that's in Finding Nemo. I think it's called an elephant squid. Uh the the squishy? Yeah, the squishy or whatever. Uh, but that's to use a scientific term. Or I I'm sorry, the Dumbo octopus. They look like Dumbo octopus. <laughs> there it is. Um and, you know, they're adorable and he's having just a happy moment where he's just running back and forth and they're all following him and He's like friends, and they're like, "Yeah, we're definitely friends. We're not blood sucking creatures or anything like that. That would be stupid." What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> but we um, have the the rest of the team. They're they're going through, um, making sure to get everything all nice and set for the explosives. They are met with military resistance on the upper floors. Uh, and that's where they kill Milton. And up to this point in the movie, Harley has never been introduced to Milton at all. At all. <laughs> so she has no idea who that is. Uh, Bloodsport thought he stayed behind in the bus. Because why would he Neither. go with? Why would he go with? <laughs> uh, but he went with, and unfortunately, Milton didn't make it. Hate to see it. Um. And in in his anger, Polka Dot Man fires out Polka Dots and the C4 is on the ground along with all of the explosives and things of that nature. And some of it catches that and that's what causes that initial explosion in the scenes prior where they thought that they hit the button too soon. And so we have that, the, 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 the aquarium breaks open and that's when we find out that King Shark's friends are, in fact, not his friends. And they are like leeches. Um, just like piranha leeches. Them. Yeah, piranha leeches. Like, like it's not going to be good. Munching and sucking his blood. And he's not having a good time. And, you know, the water takes up everybody. And and you see the, the tower fall and fall and fall. Um, and eventually they kind of stabilize themselves. Harley uses uh, the javelin. Um, and she's able to make it safely, as do the rest, except for Bloodsport. He tries to use some of his gadgets, um, but eventually he does fall, and he continues to fall all the way down to the scene previously explained with Peacemaker holding a gun to Ratcatcher. And this is important for many reasons, one of which being that Ratcatcher and Bloodsport connected because Ratcatcher reminds Bloodsport of his daughter. Bloodsport reminds Ratcatcher of her dad. Um, her dad, by the way, in the flashbacks, played by Taika Waititi. And the one thing that they say to each other is, I'm going to make sure you get out of this alive. And they say that to each, the, those two say that to each other. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, no, they're going to die. And I'm going to be sad. Um, Ratcatcher 2, she won over my heart so much. She was she was like the just the, the feel-good heart stuff of this movie she was such a sweetheart and um 
we finally see who the better of the assassins is. Um, and both Bloodsport and Peacemaker pull a gun on each other. They shoot. Peacemaker was using an exploding round. Bloodsport was using a smaller bullet. A smaller bullet goes through the round, hits Peacemaker. Peacemaker, done. Out for the count. As far as we know, dead. That's not the case, but we thought he was dead. Um, sure did. Sure did. <laughs> and so they they kind of wrap that up, and uh, they still have the, the hard drive with all that information on it. And Jotunheim is destroyed, and they see Starro break out. And he begins his his wave of terror on all of these uh, mili- uh, of against the militia, against these military, um, against this military regime that's taken over uh, Corto Maltese, and um, he just kind of he he does his thing, sends out his little uh, little um, uh, starfish starfish uh, brain controlly doodads, and they all start taking over people's brains. And the Suicide Squad is unharmed for primarily all of that. They are able to cover their faces. They don't have any sort of chance of getting onto King Shark, which is not going to happen. They're too little. He's too big. Um, but uh, Jotunheim destroyed. And so we see Starro say, this, is, this land is mine. And he goes this off city. to terror. Yeah, the city. And he goes off to instill terror and take over the minds of everybody and just have have a, a brainwashed militia of his own. But as far as the Suicide Squad is concerned, their job is done. They Waller can, is concerned. Yeah, as far as Waller is concerned, their job is done. They can go. This has nothing to do with them. This is just a... a, a, a freak accident that happened in not America. It's not a problem. And now that they're enemies of the U.S. because the regime changed, who cares? In fact, the U.S. probably wants this to go bad. Yeah. And what ultimately gets them to say, you know, screw it is their kids, their families, their innocents on this island that don't deserve this. And so they start all kind of marching towards the the chaos and towards Starro and they're going to go and take him out and uh and she's sitting there and she's screaming and she's about to push the button but one of the people in the office is like that's enough and clocks her with like a pipe a golf club that she used earlier oh i'm sorry a golf club and knocks her out and you know says she was gonna, she was going to let children die and at this point Throughout the entire movie, the people in in like that main headquarters, like that war room, suicide, yeah, that war room, they're kind of iffy with Waller because of how she's treating Bloodsport and how she's going to do these terrible things to his daughter. Well, that's because she's completely awful. <laughs> yeah, Amanda Waller, terrible person. Every iteration, yeah. completely awful. She's a terrible, <laughs> terrible person. Um. But yeah, so the the war room gets taken over by the the underlings, and they offer their guidance and support and and all that stuff, using headquarters to help the Suicide Squad take down Star of the Conqueror. And we find and we have this big like just 
David versus Goliath situation where Starro is just huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and they each try and, you know, use their own ways to get him out. And they work as a team and they finally do kind of do something. And up to this point, we haven't mentioned, but Polka Dot Man doesn't attack people if he sees them as who they are. He has to specifically, in his mind, tell him the people that he's killing are his mom. Because she was, uh, she worked for Star Labs and did experimented on not only him, but also him and his siblings. And some of them lived, some of them died. And he is how, he why he's wanted- like this. So when he can see her, easy, easy. Yeah. Yeah. She just wanted his, her kids to be superheroes. And he uses just, and you get to see just the amount of power that Poco Dot Man possesses, which we overlook because. Like look at his look at like one of the most famous pieces of art of him and his name and I like to hope that one of his siblings turned out to be Condiment King. That would that would make me so happy. That would. Uh, Does Condiment King have powers? He he's got he you know what he has a good uh, choice of which two condiments to use where he uses ketchup and mustard. But that's neither here nor there. This isn't the Lego Batman movie. Um, but he's able to take out one of uh, Starro's uh, appendages and Starro kind of topples a little bit. And, you know, Polka Dot Man is finally kind of not this anxiety-ridden character that we've seen the entire time. He's like, I'm a superhero. And then he gets crushed by Starro falling down. And it's very sad. <laughs> but then we see these... these uh brainwashed starro controlled civilians all are there they have like blood sport and rat catchers surrounded and they have to fight their way out harley's taken the top side um blood sport told uh king shark to smash he points at starro and goes uh that's nom nom and king shark goes straight to the nom nom in the same 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 uh, energy as Hulk smash. <laughs> and so King Shark's off doing that. They're able to fight their way out of most of the issues, but Harley is still tr- trying to run at Starro with the javelin. And then we see the full power on display of Ratcatcher 2. And throughout, like this movie does have um, a lot of, a lot of uh, flashbacks with their characters. Um, Ratcatcher 2 has, I think the most she has, like, I think like two or three of them of her with her dad. And I think two, I, I think two of them. Yeah. I think one, one in the beginning and then one of, towards the end. Yeah. One that's just kind of her backstory and how they were these, this poor family. And then her dad passed and she came to America and, and all that. And she was, you know, used the rats for thievery and things of that nature. But she gets all of the rats on Corto Maltese and sends all of them at Starro. And it's just a ton of them. And it's been established in this movie that Bloodsport is afraid of rats. He doesn't like them. They scare him. Not a fan. So she. That's because when he was younger, when he didn't do something correctly, his dad would punish him. And one time punish him by locking him in a, I think, a closet with uh, very hungry rats. Yeah, something like that or something like that one like box in hook 
where they put the scorpions in. Yeah. So that's why he hates Rax, which is entirely founded and fair. 100%. You don't need a reason to dislike Rax. I get it. Yeah. But also, he has yeah. a very good one. Yeah, he has a very, very good one. Um, but she's covering him because he's just kind of injured and he's terrified and she keeps him safe while these rats all crawl over them and just overwhelm Starro the Conqueror. He gets completely covered in them. They're getting everywhere into them. Um, and this is when Harley finally knows how what she needs to do with the javelin. She needs to jump right at Starro and stab him in the eye. And she does that. She stabs him. She goes right into his eye. And that stab wound opens up enough space for the rats to start going inside of the eye and start just tearing Starro apart. But like, it's kind of gross because first of all, eye stuff. Secondly, it's like she's swimming in the eye. She is swimming in Starro's eye. And she's like, oh my God, this is what this, this is why I held the spear. This is what it's for, (laughs) which in no way is the case. There's no way Javelin knew this. No. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so they they take Starro down and Starro talks through one of his um one of his his mind controlled uh civilians saying, you know, I was happy just floating out gazing upon the stars. Cause yeah, and, Starro was just in space and he was uh no bigger than like, I don't know, three feet ish. Yeah, he wasn't very big at that point. And, and he was, he was brought of, in by the USA and the USA was like I guess messing with not really messing with Starro, but just like hanging around. Yeah. And that's when they learn and that's when Starro shot the 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 tiny baby Starros. Well there weren't tiny baby at the time, uh on top of them, and then he grew, and then the US uh locked him up and then they made a deal with Colt of Maltese to do their experiments here so they can come off squeaky clean, which is why Waller needed the records destroyed. Yes. Yes. But they take down Starro and uh um, they're, they're, the Suicide Squad saves the day, and you see, you know, news stations starting to report everything that happened on Corto Maltese, and you see Bloodsport's daughter seeing her dad uh, as one of the people that saved the day, and she, with pride, says, "That's my dad. Um, you know, my dad did that. My dad saved all these people." And and at that point, I had a tummy ache, and much like the last time we went to the movies, one of us had to take a break from viewing certain scenes because they had to tend to nature. I was the person this time, so John will tell you about what happens next that I missed. So, the the, the hard drive was like the whole thing, Uh, and Bloodsport has it, and he's able to upload it to a secure server. He sends Waller this. He's like, listen, what I'm sending you now is just a taste of it. This is all secured. Anything happens to my daughter, it goes live. Anything happens to us. Like, if we are not able to leave all of us free, then this is like, you know, then this is going to go live. And the world will know that this is this is the problem. And Waller has a good moment where she goes, like, I, I told you I'd make you a leader. And and Good job, you have a deal. So then the the plane comes in, they get on the plane, they leave. Our surviving members, which are 
Harley, uh, Ratcatcher 2, Bloodsport, and King Shark. End of list? Question mark? Yes. Yeah, those five yes. members. And it's just all like a we did it kind of a tired moment. Uh, Ratcatcher 2 kind of curls up on uh, King Shark and sleeps. Uh, Sebastian, her friend, goes on to Bloodsport's lap. And the whole time he's like, get that right away from me. Don't come near with that thing the whole time. But he very reluctantly and like cautiously puts his hand on Sebastian and pets Sebastian. And it is very wholesome and very cute. Yeah, it's adorable. I love Sebastian. And the movie ends and there's a scene following where Weasel's alive. Weasel's alive. He comes up. He just wakes up like that same night, coughs up water and just scurries off. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get the uh the the credit scene where we are back at 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 some port somewhere and I I feel like they're back at the Bell Rev. I feel like it's close to Bell Rev. I think it's a hospital yeah. probably the hospital closest to it. And they're like, you know, couldn't believe that we were able to recover him and he's still alive and all that. And we're like, oh, who is it? Who is it? I wanted to be Flag because even before he died, this movie made me care about Flag. I wanted, I wanted it to be Flag too, but it wasn't. It was Peacemaker. He's still alive, and he, I believe, he's going to be getting his own show, and so he will be doing missions for, uh, for Amanda Waller for them, doing solo missions um, in the future. Uh, starring, of course, the man you can't see, John Cena. I uh, have some info on Peacemaker, the show. Okay. Not a lot, but I have some. It is filming now. Cool. Looks like it's going to be eight episodes. And it looks like I don't see Viola Davis, but I do see the entire rest of that war room in the series. Okay. So he'll probably be working with them and they'll be the ones getting the the orders from Viola Davis. Yeah, I imagine they'll, it'll be something like, oh, did you get that? You see what Waller sent us? We got to do this. I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's going to be the thing. Um, which is interesting, I guess, because because he was presumed dead, he would not be part of the deal. Right. So he can still be under her thumb and that wouldn't compromise the deal that Bloodsport made, which is interesting. I never thought of that before. Uh, and I, I don't really know what the bad guy's going to be, but I'm assuming it's Judo Master. I don't even know who that as is. As far as the cast that's revealed, that seems to be the most villain-like name among them. <laughs> um, it's like first name, last name, first name, last name. Someone is just Amber. Someone is just Kia. Someone's just Evan. Someone's just Jamil. And then there's Judo Master. Judo Master. So if I had to guess. <laughs> <laughs> of those. <laughs> But yeah, that was The Suicide Squad, James Gunn's uh, take on The Suicide Squad, and I loved it. I had so much fun with this movie. It was great. It was It was so great. It I said just, it before, if anyone could take a ragtag group of characters no one really cares about and make you care about them, James Gunn's the guy to do it. James Gunn's your man, man. He did, he did a very good job. Um, we'll see what what that the future holds with with that i would love to see more uh suicide squad stuff from him um, i would too but i don't know what we do because like 
this cast is all free to go. Yeah. Like I know, I know with this one from birds of prey, there's just one quick line of dialogue in suicide squad. It's like, Oh yeah, Harley, you got, they got you again. She's like, yeah. And like, that's all that is. Yeah. So like, sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Cause like, I would like to see more suicide squad, but how I think this cast is done. I would like to see them pop up and other things. Yeah. But like, I would like to think that the deal is going to be honored. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Especially because, like, who has dirt on Waller? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody has dirt on Waller. Nobody. Also, did you see the best side eye in the world when they're like, no one checked to see if Ratcatcher could swim? <laughs> or no one, yeah, no one could, yeah, <laughs> if uh, Weasel could swim. And, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Weasel. And just the incredible side eye by old David <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she, she's. <laughs> fantastic as a man perfect cat yeah she robbie and honestly flag like he does such a good like no nonsense military guy yeah like it, it those three just like perfect casting loved it i agree i agree but yeah that was the suicide squad um if you chose to listen to this without seeing the movie go see the movie it's on max find a trial to the it thing is, yeah it's either in your theaters uh, or on HBO Max. I've I'd watched both. Recommend, I'd recommend going HBO Max because Delta variants are coming and everything's going to shut down and I'm not going to be able to celebrate my golden birthday with friends. And I'm, it's I'm real sad. Uh, but, uh, full disclosure, we rented out a whole theater with people we know mm-hmm. who are also vaccinated. So that's yes. how we were able to see it safely. Yeah, I understand that's not a financial option. Well. I totally get it. It is available on HBO Max, like we said. Yeah, which is much more cost friendly. Um, but yeah, that was that was the Suicide Squad. That was super fun. Um, I don't really know when our our next episode is going to be because I'm going to be taking a, a brief break as things at work have gotten oh so oh so fun. And my September's um, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, we'll see. I guess we won't see you, but we'll talk to you the next time we have the ability to do so. Uh, Stay safe. Uh, Get the vaccine if you haven't gotten it. If you don't have the vaccine, mask up. Do your part, man. Help help other people. Help help your fellow uh, uh, Americans. If your doctor or physician genuinely advises you not to take it because of actual health reasons, great. I understand. Do you stay safe? If that is not the case, you choose not to get the vaccine. I don't understand you. Yes. Yes. Like I said, look out for your fellow man, just as Bloodsport did. Um, but that'll do it, I guess, on this week's episode of Talking Trades. And I think that will also wrap up Talking Trades goes to the movies and also their couches. This has been a fun, fun like month and a half, John. I had a good time. Obviously, we both missed Jeremy a lot, but this was fun. I enjoyed uh, talking about all these fun movies and shows and stuff with you. It was a good time. And we had to, Milton, apparently. We had Milton, apparently, who I think he died while we were recording. Ah, so shame. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. But uh, yeah, it was it was fun. So we'll we'll uh, talk to you next time. Uh, until then, like I said, stay safe and uh, bye bye. Bye.
can follow us on Twitter at Talking Trades. Follow Jeremy on Twitter at LizardKing27. You can find John on Twitter at MaesterLaka, M-A-E-S-T-E-R-L-A-K-A. And for this and other projects from Matt, please check out Facebook at Matt Spina Music. And remember, we're not experts, we're fans. 